Hello, good day, and welcome to our world with your hosts, Ned Boy and Doc. Ned, how are you, sir? Everything's good. Just want to tell the people to make their way over to our YouTube page and at Netboy Doc and subscribe, share, comment, tell us what they think about the shows. That's about it. How's everything with you? Pretty good. And as usual, this world gives us a bunch of stuff. It's not even hard to come up with topics, man. This world, okay. I guess this week we had we had a double suicide. This week we had Steve Stevens. The guy who killed the old man in, um, what was that? In Maryland? Cleveland. Cleveland. Cleveland, Ohio. He kills himself. And I guess we could say good riddance to him. Good yeah. riddance. I mean, I've always thought, I'm like, this guy wanted to get caught. First off, you kill someone, then you Facebook Live it, then you send things to YouTube. And then you don't change the car that you're driving. You continue driving your white Ford Fusion. So I'm like, yeah, I thought he wanted to get caught, and then he off, he goes and offs himself. Yeah, I bet you he didn't even get a razor and took, take the beard down. Yeah, so, I would rather him go to jail, though, and, and face some brutality in there first. You know what? Sometimes shit don't turn out the way it's supposed to, not in this life. Then yeah, I'm he, like, if you're going to kill yourself, you should have just killed yourself after she broke up with you. Yeah, yeah, and spared that old gentleman and his family. This bullshit. And then the, ins you know what, and then the insensitivity of all these people when it first happened, sharing this shit with other people. I don't understand that. I will never understand that. I don't like it. And I'll say the news organizations that constantly played it. I yeah. purposely, purposely didn't watch the video. Even when they started showing clips of it, I'll turn, I'll turn it to a different channel or walk away. I did not watch the video and I did not listen to this man ramble on and give his nonsense speech when he was in the car either. I did not listen to anything he had to say because it would have just been poison. Yeah. You know, and then we have the big news of the last two or three days. Aaron Hernandez, the ex-Patriot tight end, he hangs himself in prison. I guess that was uh, Wednesday morning, uh, Saturday. Oh, damn, that could have been all the way to the beginning of this week. You know, so I think it was early, like Wednesday or Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, something like that. That's right. We woke up, fucked up the whole ESPN network for a day because no show could go on without talking about him. Now, I have a thought on Aaron. You know, I've been to Connecticut a few times. Now, I don't really know Briscoe at all, where he's, you know, born and raised. Yes. So I don't know if it's shit or middle class. But I do know one thing. Aaron had made it out. Exactly. That's all you want to do is make it out the hood. Aaron had made it out. Even if, say, even if he was born in Hollywood, he would have been a, su a successful son, even if his father and mother were doctors and lawyers, because he had made something of himself. Played the Super Bowl. He played on the fucking Patriots. The cheap-ass Patriots, they give him a $40 million contract, $12 million signing bonus. His life is pretty much set. What the fuck is the draw to the street, man? What is Everybody the draw to the street? Can't escape it. Everyone wants to be gangster. I mean, that shit trumps being a doctor, a lawyer, fucking president, I guess. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you're worth... Fifty million. Well, you want you want street cred, also. You know the street cred is, motherfucker. I made it. Exactly. <laughs> you I know, read something interesting about about him though. What was? Because of Massachusetts law, he's now technically he's now technically considered innocent because his case is in appeal. Oh, so, so New England may have to still pay him fifteen million dollars. Okay. okay, now see, that, I, I'm glad you got to that point because here's the thing. Maybe that was a conscientious thought on Aaron's mind because when Aaron, let's, let's not forget this. When Aaron walked out of that courtroom last Wednesday and they said not guilty on the two new murder charges, yeah. that was probably going to be Aaron's last 
social setting for the entire rest of his life. Or maybe yeah, for at least one of our friends that next twenty five years. Yep. That was it. There was uh, you know what? That was it. There was no more. There was no more bus route. He could have actually stayed in that prison or been shipped from prison to prison with prisoners, but he was not gonna take any more bus rides to the courthouse, see the city, turn around and see his family like that. And you know what? I think that Aaron, I don't know if he had full-blown CTE because that's always a consideration when you talk about a football player. Yeah, but how often did he play football? Well, you know, you have to think about it. High school, college, and pros. And we don't know if how many concussions he took that are silently, you know, how many times. He's a tight end. He's a battering ram. So, you know, a brain is a fragile thing. Everybody's not going to be able to take the same amount of hits before they break. Now, if this was Aaron's thought, that, you know, uh, if I do what I have to do and this will protect my little girl and put money in her pocket and take care of her, and this is my last-ditch effort to do it, then then I can't tip my hat to him in any way, shape, or form. But if it was a system that he could manipulate at the very end that will help his family, because you know what? I got a feeling that if Robert Kraft finds out that this is now in light and that he has to pay, I think Robert Kraft is a classy enough guy where he would just pay that daughter and not make a big deal out of it. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know now. His attorney thinking he was murdered or something. But see, here's the thing. We're talking six foot three, 245, 250 pounds. He didn't have the markings on his body. There's no way that he just stood there and let somebody do this to him. Time up, yeah. He would have put up a fight. This is the guy who, even if they're not a great fighter, the the physical contact that he he took in his life growing up, I'm sure Aaron is probably not just some, wasn't no bitch-ass dude. He was a bitch-ass when it came to being manipulated by the draw of the streets. He didn't have no strength when it came to that. But they said he was a beast, like in the gym and stuff like that. So I think that Aaron, you know what? Do like that, maybe fight three guys. He lose, but there's going to be some marks, some scraping, some cutting. But if you're in the middle of your sleep, they should have happened like at three in the morning. And somebody just bum rushes you? What do they, they do? They put a knife up against you and tell you to hang yourself? No. You're going to be like, fuck that, stab me. <laughs> and then, then that means they now draw... The, the the Bible verse on your forehead. I mean, this is, you know what? I'm not going to go. They have plenty of chances to get their hands on Aaron if that's the case. I'm not going to go with the conspiracy on this one. I'm going to say that Aaron being Aaron and the tragic figure that he is, he had demons, my friend. Demons. This guy died at 27, so he was in the football league at 24 when he was first charged. Yeah, about 23, 24. I'm like, dude, you're so young. You, you just shit it on your entire life. So yeah. at, at, at 22, 23, you were $50 million. How many other 20-year-olds can say that? Not many. And you know what? Let's hope that this is some kind of fucking lesson for some idiot who still... You know what? I will never say this. And if I seem like I'm saying this, I want to correct myself right now. Your day ones, I don't give a fuck where your day ones come from. If they come from the gutter with you and those are your day ones, they could still be your boys forever. You know what? I wouldn't tell, I wouldn't tell Obama to get rid of his day ones, even if they were shit. But here's the difference. Your day ones are supposed to protect the winner. Yes. Stay out of a crew of six or whatever. Could be a crew of 30. Two of them become winners. Those are the ones you protect more than anybody from all the other nonsense. Yeah, but some people are tough. They used to roll with his day one. But they're not getting it. It's supposed to be his street day one, so. And they're not getting them into any shit. If something happens, your day one is supposed to say, you know that pistol? That's mine, motherfucker. Yeah, that's mine, yeah. You know what? Let's this man. We don't even have to. We don't even have to question that marijuana is mine. He's got nothing to do with it. 
because you know that he's going to take care of you. He's going to give you the best of lawyers, this, that. See, but Aaron, man, there might have been as many as seven people shot associated with Aaron Hernandez and his name, his vehicle, his property. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot yeah. of DNA. Yeah, this is this is just a lot of people, man. Yeah, like you do. You in the NFL? You you rolling around killing people too? You know, he's not the first one, but you know what? Usually, these dudes wait to after they're done when they, their minds are fried from being after playing. But not while you're in the height of collecting paychecks. Usually, collecting a paycheck chills a motherfucker out. Yep. Aaron had no chill. I mean, he had a, for the reason, the reason that they gave was that because the guy that he supposedly killed was talking to one of his arch enemies. Oh, boy. That, that, like, makes no sense. I can see if he, like, beat up your baby mother or something drastic, but so having a conversation with someone you didn't like. Uh, and that makes it even childish, more childish. But so Steven, Steve Stevens and Aaron, uh, goodbye, fellas. I can't, there's no, there's no sleeping paradise and bullshit like that coming from me. I don't want to sound like, I'm not going to be no fake or phony on this. You know what, just to, uh, not to change the subject real quick, it's not a topic we have to discuss, but speaking of that, if you know, you know how you have friends, and say like Aaron Hernandez is your friend, and you know that he killed someone and he's now serving time. I hate when people will be like, hey, free Hernandez, or free my boy Tyrone. Motherfucker just killed nine people. You yelling free Tyrone? Okay, here, here's, here's the problem. And it, this is without me even being getting too deep. And and uh, as black people, this is some real bullshit we on. With this new woke conscious generation of a lot of them real fucking idiots. There's too many prisons. There's not. There's too many jails. Too many black people incarcerated. Do you know that there are a lot of black people doing some serious shit? And the best place for them is away and off the streets where they're not fucking with your mama, your sister, your brother, and you. You know what? I've always I had a good friend, and one thing I would say about him, he became a criminal. He embraced being a criminal. I never heard him cry to me about when his ass was doing six years stretches. Because he was like, you know what? I'm a motherfucking criminal. This is, I'm going to college. I went to college. I got my master's. I got my doctorate. Shit, I got 500 B, uh, uh, BAs in criminology. Yeah. That kills me too when people be like, Oh man, fuck school. But they'll do six years in jail. Or they'll do a crime that could give them six years in jail. School only takes four. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Add, add three more on to that, depending on what the program is, and you got a master's. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then do three more on that, and you got a fucking doctorate. So, yep. you know, these guys are getting doctorates in criminology, and it's the people outside who got nothing to do with it. People, we as black people, we love crying about some bullshit, and some of it just don't make sense. The prisons are not full of innocent fucking people. Somebody's doing those rapes, robberies, home invasions, and thefts. You know, and what are we supposed to do with these people? Yeah. Send them to your office with applications? He's a good. He's a good dude. He shouldn't be locked up. Motherfucker just raped and killed somebody. Oh no, no. But he's a brother. But because his skin tone, I'm supposed to turn my other cheek because he is the same shade as me. You know, it's it's a lot. A lot of it is just stupid. We know that the system is set up for you to fail, but the successful people in life actually learn how to maneuver the fucking potter. Um. You learn how to maneuver those fucking um, pitfalls, those uh, landmines. Yeah. Okay, uh, I would take it. If, if you're in the street, you're in the street. If you grew up in the street, you're in the street, fine. But there has to be a certain age you reach where you like, I got to do something else for my life. 
There's no one out here that's going to be a El Chapo. It's not happening. You're not going to make millions of dollars hustling in these streets at this day and age. Yeah, I mean, so it's either you're going to go to jail or slip that money into something legal. We we grew up we grew up in the same city with the legendary of the last I would say the legendary of the last forty fifty years, which was John Gotti. He died in a fucking cell. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. He flaunted in everybody's face. He loved that gangster shit, and people loved him being a gangster. He died in a fucking cell. He died in a room small in the room I'm sitting in. And when I tell people too, his enforcer who had, like, 19 murders on him, was able to walk the streets because he told on him. Yeah, that motherfucker. He eventually, he eventually got left locked back up for something his kids did, but, hey, but... Uh, Karma's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I think he, eventually someone, you have to grow up and say, all right, let's say you grew up in the streets 12 through 20. Let's say 25. There has to be a point where you're like, man, I can't do this shit. I don't want to be out here for the rest of my life. I got to go figure I got to figure something out. I'm not saying you got to go get a 9 to 5. Everybody can't work a 9 to 5. I'm figuring this shit out. Go take up a trade or something. I always tell people if you're, gonna get to, if you're not going to go to school, go take up a goddamn trade and figure, figure something out. Because you gotta, you have to do something in life to make some form of money because you need money to survive. Yeah, you know what? I'm a, I was a crack dealer, and I sold crack long enough to I brought a laundry mat and two cleaners. <laughs> you know, going through life with zero plan, you will you are planning to fail. It's simple I as mean, that. Husbands, you know, that have their own place, like a house or a condo or something, that's not renting something. So when their money ran out, now you 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 can't afford to pay this three thousand dollar a month rent. Because you didn't think to go buy something when you had the opportunity. Yeah, that's true. And you know, it's so, just, this country was built on criminals. Criminals yeah. who took crime money and turned it into legal money. And now these are some of the richest families. I mean, goddamn, one of the families produced senators and a president. They're called yep. the Kennedys. Yep. Fucking bootleg. That's criminal money. Still living in big houses. I don't have, I'm glad one thing, man. I don't have the drawer to, the street has no magnetic pull on my black ass. That is for sure. None. Go to life. I mean, I enjoyed hanging, I enjoy hanging out with my, with my friends, but to get to a point in time, I'm not going to just be holding up certain areas of the street, just hanging out. Yeah, I got to figure something out. I remember we was younger, and we used to hang out on this street corner all the time. And I remember an older woman come by, and we would never, you know, we're not thugs. We just, you know, we're not punks, but we're not thugs. Yeah. And a, a lady comes by, she goes, you know what, guys? You're nice-looking gentlemen and everything, but you're on this fucking corner. Every day I walk by, don't y'all have anything better to do? And we had to kind of break it down for, man, that shit might apply to other people, but do you realize this is our fucking clubhouse after we come home from work. Everybody that you see standing here that you're talking to in that manner right now is a working man. Some of them are married working men with children. But she said, I know what the optics look like, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, we told her, that's what would fly maybe for another crew. But you go by here every day and we say, hello, ma'am. We don't, you don't hear us go, look at that old bitch. You know, we're not disrespecting the women, and that's why we're here. This is, unfortunately, none of us were smart enough to open up our own little fucking hole in the wall. Uh, Yes. One of us would have been rich if we did it. (laughs) And it's not like that we didn't talk to each other about that. You know what? We should have our own. But then when I'm thinking about when when you decide to open in the hood your own little pool game beer place, you open yourself up to a whole different world of other motherfuckers trying to come in, and maybe yeah. late at night you got to kill somebody to protect your shit. So I guess in, in, in the long run, it was kind of smart that we didn't, or yeah. no one did. Oh, there's always the haters like, oh, they ain't gonna let me in, and I'm gonna shoot this shit up. Mm-hmm. 
Now, since we've been talking about black men and 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 and, and uh, you know Stevens and Hernandez and the street and stuff, did you see the video of the comedian Ari Spears? No. Okay, well I'm gonna break this down. Ari Spears. You might know him from Mad TV. He does a lot of yeah, voice. I know who he is. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's on a race, some radio show, comedy show, podcast, whatever the fuck it is. And he starts going off next to this brother who's sitting next to him. And he keeps telling him about, you know, not just is he going off, but he's using, like, epithets, like, you light-skinned motherfuckers, y'all some punk motherfuckers, you ain't gonna do shit to me. Well, this light-skinned brother... After about a minute or two of Aries just scooting off the side of his mouth, started hooking off on Aries. Oh, shit. I need to look that up. And you know what Aries does? He fucking turtles. He, he, he field positions. All this big talk and this motherfucker feudal positions. Didn't that throw a punch? Then he does the classic millennial. I mean, he's not a millennial. He did a millennial move. Went straight to Instagram and stuff and called the guy all kinds of bitches. When he was in his face, he didn't say a word when the man started firing joints. You know? Here's the thing, man. Don't judge a person by the shade of his skin. That's the easiest way to get your ass kicked. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's crazy. Two things I found out. I'm more of a light-skinned guy. When I was, I got darker as I go, got older. That's just life. But when I was young, man, I was called piss-colored all the time. You piss-colored nigga, all the time. You yellow motherfucker. And now, I, that would make me really, really angry. And people figured, oh, he's not going to do nothing, little yellow cute guy. But see, here's the problem. I was good with my hands. And I didn't buy that bullshit that if you ugly and black mean that you you can fight. Yep. You know, being ugly. I started from um, um, the uh, New Jack City when uh, what's his name Wesley Snipes' character uh, stabbed the light skin guy and it, it called him the, something with his skin color. I can't remember. It was a famous line in the movie. Christopher Williams was the was the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, stabbed him in the hand, and he said a, a, the famous line. I can't really remember it right now, but uh, we always it's always been a light-skinned, dark-skinned thing when it comes to uh, black people. Yeah, Not well, only see, black people, because Indians do it, too. See, now, I understand the dark-skinned, light-skinned light skin thing. And I know that is sick, because we talked about that last show. There's only one team, really. Yep. For outsiders, we're one team. And I don't care what you think. But see, here's the thing. The, 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 the perpetuation of the lie that the light-skinned guy is the punk will get you fucked up. And I'm telling you, as a lighter-skinned black man, do not look at a lighter-skinned black man and look at a darker-skinned black man and automatically think in your mind, that darker-skinned guy could give it to me worse than the lighter-skinned guy. See, because, see, it might not be like it was for my generation. See, think about it. I'm coming out of I'm coming out of that, that black power movement in the seventies as a kid just starting to go to school. And it was a big war. Oh my god. We we caught it because our hair was different, blah blah blah. All kinds of bullshit. I mean now that I think about everything, it was all bullshit. Because it was supposed to be the 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 the, the you know, the generation of the light-skinned guy wins, dark-skinned guy loses. But then, you know what? Richard Roundtree is a black motherfucker. The women loved him. So, you know, if you're good-looking, you're good-looking. That's got nothing to do with skin tone. Yeah, I always tell people all the time, look at, like, the Morris Chestnuts of the world and uh, the, the, you know, the, the typical black actors that play in those type of movies. Yes. And women love they Morris. Have, yeah. You know, and every, just think about it, every light-skinned guy, it's like the world looks at every light-skinned guy as he's fucking prince. And it's not the, it's not the, it's not the reality of the situation. And every dark-skinned guy is not fucking 50 cents. Yep. 
So, you know, okay, it's like, it seems like Chris Brown is caught up in that whole world. He's trying to overcompensate for his yellow skin by trying to be as looney tune as possible. Yeah, Chris Brown is one of the ones. I mean, they said he suffers from bipolarism too, but I was like, maybe sometimes when you get in this, this entertainment game, maybe you need some type of family to help you out until you get of age. Like, I wouldn't just let my daughter become, let's say, a model. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she's 15. I think Chris Brown came in at 15. She could go off and do what she want, what she want by herself. Yeah, no mentorship. Sometimes you give your fucking kids to the wolves. Yeah, no mentorship, and you get lost, you get confused, you're out there, and then he didn't gravitate to goodness. He he's not like Chris Brown is running around with. Okay, I'm Chris Brown, and I, I see Denzels, and I see Spike Lee's out there, and I see Morris Chestnuts, and I say, you know what? I want to run behind them and learn the business, the industry. Hey, somebody, give me fucking Smokey Robinson's number. Let me call him. No, he's reaching out to Bloods in L.A. Ridiculous. Yep. You know, he's, he's, he's an imbecile. Yeah, I understand these people sometimes. You know. I'm like, look, I mean, all right, I got to say, because right, they say certain places you go, you have to, like, check in. So I'm like, well, did you check in and then they persuaded you to join a crew or to provide you protection? But here, that, that's, to me, that shit is insanity and sick. Now, I know about Detroit and places like that, Miami, yeah, and, and I've heard of that, and it probably happens in New York, I'm sure of it, and L.A., but nobody makes fucking Rod Stewart or, 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 or what's his name, uh, YouTube, YouTube, or, or, or yeah. somebody like, you know, I don't think... I don't think, who's that skinny fucking blonde girl that Kanye was into it with? Oh, Amber Rose? No, 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 the singer. The skinny young girl. Oh, Taylor Swift. Swift. I don't think Taylor Swift is checking in when she goes to town to do a concert. Only us. Exactly. I don't think no one's checking Jerry Seinfeld. That's right. You you know what? Stay the fuck away. Me, personally, I'll go like this. You can have the streets and all that shit that goes with it. I wash my hands. Now, if you my people, you my people. And if you involved in the streets, don't bring none of the streets to me. How about that? That's yeah. a deal. Because sometimes people want to, they want to put the uh, mirage on as, as if they're tough, and they're really not. So they try to hang around these types of people. And then it only causes them more headaches. Because now you get cases racked up. Every time something happens, somebody's blaming the entertainer. They're not going to blame the street guy because they ain't going to get no money from the street guy. And the street guy don't give a fuck. <laughs> yep. Me, personally, you can call me all kinds of punks, cowards, and pussies while I'm sitting at a pool the size of your whole fucking street block. Yep. And you know what? I'm 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 good with that. I'm good with that. So we had, uh, this week, NBA is in full action. And I'm going to give you a little bit of congratulations. Your Bulls are doing fine against the Celtics over there. Yeah, but we just lost Rondo. I didn't even know. I didn't hear nothing about this. Yeah, he, they just came out today and said he broke his – well, he scratched his thumb, so he's out indefinitely. So that might hurt. Um, that hurt. That might hurt, especially if we go next round and play Milwaukee. Do you have a backup? Who the hell is the backup point guard on Chicago? I don't have no clue. We have – because Phoenix, I mean Phoenix, we have uh, Carter Williams, who I think was the rookie of the year when he played for Philadelphia, but so far he's been playing like shit. Oh wow! Right now, I, I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at this first round, and I don't really see any glaring surprises other than the fact that um, I thought that the Bucks would not be this would be reversed with the Bucks and um, the Raptors. Uh, oh. Giannis Akapatombo. Damn, man, that's not an easy one to flow off my ass. Giannis Akapatombo. He's actually killing the Raptors like they have no answer for him. And I'm yeah. not impressed with the Bucks. I really am not impressed with the Bucks. The Bucks has a decent team and their best players injured. Well, you know what? I think I'm going to tip my hat to Kid. I think that Jason Kidd is doing a fantastic job with that young team. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. 
Now, you know what I tell people when they be like, oh, you always need a veteran coach. Sometimes you just need a coach that knows how to play the game. Or like, Jason Kidd was a general of the floor. So maybe it transition well to become a coach. Now, you have other players that don't transition that well into uh, becoming a coach. But Mark Jackson did it, and I'm surprised he can't get a fucking job. You know what? Mark Jackson got screwed with the whole Golden State thing. But you mentioned something that makes a lot of sense. Jason Kidd has been a coach since he probably was playing high school basketball. He's just that much of a floor general. He sees everything going on. Jason Kidd is, was, when you put, if you had to put picture of point guard in a dictionary, they should just throw his next to that because think about it. Jason Kidd didn't even learn how to shoot until he was about 33 years old. Yeah, basically when he had to, when he came on to the net, basically. Yeah, so by then he had already had a whole career. Now, uh, I, like I said, the rest of this, I, I don't know, I don't know if OKC even gets back in, you think they even get back into that series going home against the Rockets? No, they, I think it, they might steal one game, but like I said when we talked about it last show, OKC's gonna need someone other than Westbrook. You're not gonna just let Westbrook beat you. So, someone else from OKC needs to like, Step up on two two pedestals because if Westbrook Westbrook drops sixty, someone else needs to drop at least twenty five. Oladipo is playing like pure shit, and they brought him over to be Robin to uh, Westbrook's Batman, and he is not produced this season. He needs to just work on shoot. I mean, they are a horrible shooting basketball team. I think there's a, this is why I like Jimmy Butler so much because I think there's a lot of guys when the season when the season is when they, when it's out of season they just go off on vacation and do whatever they have to do. When you get some guys that still work on their game during the off season to produce better numbers the following season, it's, I don't think it's a lot of guys like that anymore in the NBA. Well, I'm going to give credit to one on my team. Obviously, Kawhi Leonard has done that. Oh, I watched him yeah. I watched him not be able to shoot free throws as a as a rookie to now being a fantastic free throw shooter and a deadly outside shooter. Uh you yeah, know what? exactly. If you if you shoot free throws like Shaq in the summer you'll ask me practicing free throws. Every day you'll ask to be up shooting free throws. And let's not forget we gotta give credit to this one too because I guess we take a we take for granted his skill set. Remember, LeBron couldn't shoot worth shit. He's obviously worked on that year after year after year. You know what? He's only about a 78%, but that's good enough with everything else he does. And that game last night. Indiana's shit. If if people, you know what? That was one of the rare occasions I really felt like LeBron was out there by his fucking self. And he just said, not tonight, guys. Love and Irving being benched in the fourth quarter and for them to come back and lose and win by – for them to come back and win by five points, and then they, they shouldn't have even been in the playoffs. Then. You know what? No sense. Here's a, here's a major problem that I have with Indiana. And it, it is glaring, and it stood out in the first quarter big time. Lance Stevenson, who's been there six fucking games, six games plus – up until that point, two playoff games. So let's say eight games, right? Yep. He's running the fucking team. Why is a dude who's only been six games running the team? Because he run, he actually runs their point forward position better than their point guard. But that's what I was saying. How the hell does this happen? A guy who wasn't even there is actually running and Indianapolis or Indiana, they do something that's real stupid. They're one of those teams that get caught up in the moment. Yeah. And they were caught up in the moment. You know, the chest bumping, uh, pointing, the talking, and you forget the main thing. You're out there to play the game. Yeah, I watched the game last night, and I'm like, you guys are up by 20-something points. They thought it was over. Why are you still shooting fucking three-pointers? Time the ball in. 
Yeah, oh, kill some time at least. They they was putting up so many three pointers that just wasn't going in. And yeah. after a while, you live by the three, you're gonna lose by the three. I was sitting there actually telling my wife just last night. What you call him was actually lost. He was Tristan Thompson. At one point in the game, looked like he was completely lost. Like if he 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 should have been home in bed. And I would have fed that ball down low and just kept beating on Thompson all game long. But it seemed like when Thompson got this dunk, he kind of woke up. I mean, he didn't have no fantastic game, but he at least woke up where he was now going to be a deep. He wasn't going to just keep coming down and dunk. I mean, that shit. At one point, Indiana just was, they had like two uh, highlight reel dunks on them back to back. Yep. I think at halftime, LeBron was cracking that whip in that locker room. Now I haven't I haven't heard his interview afterwards, but I'm wondering if Paul George went three for three about throwing somebody under the bus after this loss. Yeah, I, I, I know it's over. They probably go get swept now. Yeah, because First game, they could have won. But I said CJ Miles should just pass the ball to Paul George. No one knows you to take that shot. But I'm gonna tell you now, uh, Paul George was open for about. Three seconds, three tenths of a second, because they had his ass doubled down. And LeBron was right. You were doubled up, man. You really didn't have no opening. You know, he didn't have an opening. Hey, listen, man. It's going to be interesting, but as we all know, going through the first round, a lot of these are like foregone conclusions. You can kind of pick. It gets a little tougher next round. And... Hopefully, no major players will get injuries. I've never hoped for that. I want the best of the best playing against the best of the best. And my Spurs lost last night, so I've got to mention that. But I'm not worried. I, I knew. Oh, yeah, there's no need to be worried. I mean, they, Memphis did play a good game last night, but I don't think there's no reason to be worried. But I would say one thing. Memphis coach has some great one-liners. And he's going to keep having them. He's a, matter of fact, he has now set himself up where he's going to be the the the, the uh, sharp tongue version of like pop, a mixture of pop and Pat Riley mixed. Because what he said, he didn't know that uh, the NBA allowed uh, robots to play in the league. Because <laughs> yeah. he said, obviously, this fucking Kawhi Leonard is a robot because he's leaking antifreeze. That was pretty good. <laughs> and you know, go check the data. I, I'm not. I'm not mad at him at all. Yeah, he's refreshing. Now you know what we haven't done this in a while, and to bring just a little bit of levity to the situation, because we talked about all kinds of things. Okay, matter of fact, before I bring the levity, I just want to bring up this fucking Florida State Senator Frank Artellis calling white people niggers, and then telling the black black senator calling her girl. A fucking asshole and a bitch. I mean, what is going on? I mean, this is just open season. Say what you feel. Do what you say. Yeah, uh, he shouldn't be in office anymore. But you want to know something? He got out there. He did his little apology thing. Nothing. Nothing. You know, when you got a fucking Looney Tune that's in Washington, you know, and he's so fucking crazy. He got the he got the Patriots there. And he's turning around and thanking Amendola. And Amendola's not even at the White House. Yeah. <laughs> but did you did you see the pictures compared to where they won before? How many players came to when Obama was president to when Trump was president? Oh, yeah. But you want to know something? The NBA, I mean, the NFL, NHL, and Major League Baseball is not going to be shit. It's wait to the NBA champion goals. And it'd be like just the coach and the owner. Oh yeah. <laughs> and if it's a black coach, he matter of fact, say the Spurs win, I guarantee you Pop's not gonna be there. Guarantee it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, so you gotta pick something that's even more blacker. When I'm telling you, say Cleveland wins again. Nobody from Cleveland is showing up, my man. Yeah, that that that. Well, maybe I'll Kyle Culver will go. <laughs> but Kevin Love cannot look. You cannot look LeBron in the eye and go to the White House. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I don't think about that. So now just to bring a little levity, like I said, 
We're going to do a uh, a political edition of F. Mary Kill, and this is not going to be pleasant. We got uh, the Democratic nomination uh, lady who ran for president last election, Mrs. Hillary Clinton. Uh, re, uh, uh, a Democratic senator from the state of California, Miss Maxine Waters, and the Chancellor of Germany, Angela Merkel. Do you know who Angela Merkel is? Yeah, I'm most likely going to kill off Angela, uh, marry Hillary, and sleep with Maxine. Oh my God! Okay, that's that's. You know it's, what? This the, is the reason is because none of them, at least Maxine is black. She gotta have some form of rhythm or something. So I'm, I'm guessing Maxine maybe a little better than Angela and Hillary. Angela and Hillary look like he's a missionary all day, every day. <laughs> you know what? As I'm thinking about this, I don't know where I'm even gonna go with this right now. But I think, I think, uh. I have to kill Hillary. And I'm going to kill Hillary because if Bill had to go cheat, that means you already know she stinks. But she may and, allow you to go out and get some. Yeah, but I don't think that Hillary could even cook because she's been playing politics for so long. <laughs> and I don't like, I know I don't like German food. Brussels and shit like that. So I'm killing the German chancellor because I don't want to hear that fucking voice. <laughs> well, goddamn, Nacho, too. No, I'm going to marry the uh, chancellor. I always marry one with the hopes that she'll let me. Either I'm going to let her do what she wants to do or she's going to let me do what I want to do. Now, Maxine Waters, I'm going to have to hope that this sister, can, at the very least, can throw down some memory. <laughs> I mean, she's 78. And you know what? I can take that off my bucket list. That I did a, a senior citizen. I mean, not that I have that on my bucket list, people, but fuck it. I'm going with the sister. You may, you may have to do the sister and get some chitlins. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she looked like she might be able to make some collard greens, man. At least. <laughs> From scratch. Yes, yes. I mean, you know, at least I can get a meal out of it. <laughs> so I guess this one's got... Uh, people thinking and talking, and I really, personally, I don't care because this is not my type of thing, but I'll just mention it in passing. So we got the Carmelo and Lala situation. This is great for Phil Jackson. This is, Phil Jackson must have sent this woman to Melo. This is, <laughs> Phil Jackson's probably in his office like, yes. You know what? I think I'm going to be, that should be the title of this show. Phil Jackson sent that woman to Carmelo. <laughs> And he was feeling like, and I will give you five million if you entice Melo, because now I can trade his. He's gonna probably want to get out of New York now. Yeah, bro, he's free. Oh yeah, now he could. I bet you all of a sudden Melo start talking mad, crazy shit, all boisterous and and proud. You know, he had no. My thing is this: Why do these actors, entertainers, rap stars? not bag their shit up. Why? This firm is like fucking gold, man. It's worth exactly. millions of you're dollars. A, you're, you're a veteran. So it's allegedly right now, but you're a veteran player. You've been in the league for a while. You should know this already. And how would you let it leak to the news? So, like I said, Phil Jackson orchestrated. Uh, now he can probably get someone to trade for Melo. And let Melo move on. He always said Melo shouldn't be here. He's going to be chasing the title right now. I have to ask you because you get to see it. Has he been the back page of, like, the Daily News and the New York Post? Yeah, that was the woman. They, they, I think today they finally released the woman's information and stuff. So, I mean, so yeah. He's, a, he's, he's going to be in the media life for a while because Lala's loved by the city. Uh, I guess Nick Chan loves... Carmelo, but they're not filing, they haven't filed for divorce yet, just a separation, so. Yeah, yeah, nobody's walking around with their ring. But, I'm like, listen, uh, file for divorce now, just in case you get that new contract. You don't want to have to split up that new money. Yeah, that's true. My thing is this, like I always say, man, I don't, and you know that they all talk, and the education system is there. 
If you're going to be a cheater, if that even falls down to Joe Blows, I'm talking regular guy who go to work every day. We all know natural feels better, but this ain't your natural woman. You get it? Yep. When you do it yourself. Right. When you do an outside shit, you got to use outside rules. Yep. How do you sleep with a... I mean, I don't know if these bitches come with paperwork. Okay, here's my clean forms. Boom. I mean, because it's not like HIV and hep C and, and, and fucking yeast infections. That stuff disappeared because you're now worth millions. It's still there. Yep. Especially since these guys seem to be passing around the same 100 chicks. Yep. Man. They wake, they wake up in the morning and you're burning. Oh, and and say, damn, I should have put on the condom. Now, that's one thing you can't do to your woman. I mean, goddamn, you can't do that to La La. You can't burn her. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I can't You know what? I can't even imagine having that conversation with my wife. Baby, I'm having yeah. a baby with another. I mean, I know that there is going to be violence. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be violence. You, you might as well just keep it uh, uh, moving. Yeah. How do you How do you do that? You have to do that shit by text. Phone call or email. I mean, you can't do it in face to face because if she does yep. throw something at your head, you gotta take it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, shit. Especially if she's been she's been real to you. You know, that's 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 just heartbreaking for a woman. I mean, it's heartbreaking for a man. Unfortunately, I've been on the other end of that one. Uh oh, a woman cheated on me. It was some real dirty shit. But I knew it. I said, I got, I got, I confronted her. I said, listen, I don't want to hear this bullshit about going out with your friends every Friday or Saturday. Just tell me. I'll move on. Trust me. It's not going to be any tears and dramatics for me. You're not going to get hit. You're not going to get anything. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's not, it's not serious. I was like, this shit, then what we got ain't serious either. Yeah. I tell you all the time. Wrap it up. You know, yeah, but I don't want to die because you fucking him, you know? Because we had, what we did was we broke up for a little while, and I went by a house, and I seen something in a cabinet. See, an old-timer told me, uh, always check somebody's uh, medicine cabinet. That tell you how they live? Yeah, always looking medicine All of a sudden, there's a hundred box of condoms. I was like, oh, motherfucker, I've been with you for six years. We never had no hundred box of condoms. <laughs> what the fuck is this? What, are you running trains up in this motherfucker now? <laughs> oh, no, I'm kind of seeing somebody. That means you ain't seeing me no more. Why the hell am I even here today? You know, while we started talking again, move on. Be happy with this clown. <laughs> I, I, I was already out of the way. Why, why, why put me back up into this? Okay. Well, I, I even tell people don't even use, if, even if you have, go get your own condom. Don't use a condom from a female supply. So oh, yeah, yeah. Athlete. oh, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, you have to, you know what? You said something that was genius. I remember I listened to Howard Stern, and when he was single, he said he was going through women left and right. And he said his job was to dispose of the condom after. If she, yeah. He said if she even suggested I'll take care of that, he'd never see her again. He said, because this bitch is uh, trying to catch me up in something. Yeah. You know, he's like, she, now she proves she can't be trusted because she's asking me to dispose of it. All that shit's going to do is go into some kind of dripping thing, and she's going to put it right back. Now I got a multi-million dollar problem. Well, <laughs> this weekend we got uh, UFC. Just I'm just mentioning it. We're not gonna, there's no need to really get into any detail about it. But uh, we could talk about that on the on a, on a show after it happened. But it's a good sports weekend. You got UFC. It's on uh, Fight Night. I believe it's on Fox, which means oh no FS1, which means it's free. I always like to see the UFC if it's free, and we got a ton of basketball. Yeah, you got basketball for the next at least month and a half. Yes, yes. I mean, you know, it's going to be interesting this weekend because. Uh, Yeah, but you know what? It's uh, it's it's pretty good there. 
we got these games coming up, which is a beautiful thing. And, oh, yeah, before we go, last thing. Hurrah! Bill O'Reilly has been fired. Finally. I mean, this is I think this is what you have to call karma from all the years of him saying all this shit that he was saying, especially about black people and and, and getting, like, he got ludicrous. He got Pepsi not to run a ludicrous commercial. Um, there was so many things with, with, with Bill O'Reilly, and I'm glad he finally got caught up with something. Yeah, well, let's just hope one thing, and I know nobody else will do it. He'll end up on a fucking podcast radio. But let's hope no station sticks out of Olive Branch and offers this man any kind of employment, any kind of airwaves to spout his hate, because that's all this yeah, shit is about. Yeah, he, he, uh, any station that picks him up, they, he, they will get, I would think, protested by women everywhere. So only thing is he could do now, but this is 2017. Same thing we doing. Use the online, use your own name for online market, and run your show through YouTube or another platform. Yeah, yeah, him, he'll hook up with Glenn Beck. Well, Ned, let's wrap this one up, my friend. As always, folks, you can catch us on all forms of social media, YouTube, Facebook, um, Instagram, and Twitter, at NetboyDoc. Like I said in the beginning of the show, the YouTube channel is the most important. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the thumbs up or thumbs down. Write a comment. Share it. Uh, with, uh, if you have a comment, we'll, we'll answer it. Also, you can email us, us, email us if you want to be part of the show. You can email us at NetboyDoc. At netboy doc, no, sorry. You can email us at netboy doc at gmail dot com. That's true. Well, people, it's been real. It's our pleasure. If it's your first time listening, thank you for listening, and we love to hear your voice. As you heard ours, input is always welcome. And this is Doc on behalf of Netboy Doc and our world. I'm going to tell you like I always tell you: peace.